Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Right Reality Podcast. My name is Mixie. Oh, you know my name. And we are Mother Fucking Excited. I think for different reasons. But, Honestly, uh, too many reasons. <laughs> we have so many reasons. First of all, if everything goes according to plan, you sh- will be listening to this as soon as the episode is aired. Yeah, like a few and minutes after. You're listening right now. West Coast and, doesn't even have the episode yet. And you might be sitting there thinking, mm. how the hell did they turn around yeah. an episode so quickly? Well, Stephen... Why don't you tell the people what the fuck we did? Um, you know, we, you know, it's kind of complicated. No, it's not. We got fucking screener. Screener, bitches. We are in. We are in. We have somehow convinced Fox that we are a good podcast. (laughs) Well, we are a great podcast. The number one. Number one. And, you know, after asking for 10 episodes, they decided to finally give us one at the very end. And we'll take it. Let's explain maybe a little bit more detail. Well, yes. You guys. Why this is happening, too. Why they were finally convinced to give us a screener on the last episode of the year. I hope that you are so excited as as much as we are because you might be a little sad like, oh my God, Joe Millionaire's ending. It's the finale. There's no reunion. Darn it. Well, that's why you come to the number one Joe Millionaire podcast because we have a fucking stacked couple of episodes. I mean, what, like fucking six of them? Seven of them? Yeah. It, there's so much more content coming your way, everybody. We 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 dealt with Fox. Fox was like, we would like to give you certain people based off how this episode went. And we were like, well, can we get a screener so we know what's going on? And then we know who we're getting and who might be paired with said people? Uh-huh. And they're like, yeah, sure. And I was like, all right, well, don't tell us yet. We want to <laughs> see what the fuck happened. And also, at, if this has gone according to plan as well, there is a reaction video of me watching yeah. this go down. Steven and I finally got to watch the episode together. For those of you that, that don't know, I'm on the East Coast in New York and Steven is on the West Coast in L.A. So we're typically waiting like three hours. I'm the one waiting three hours every time, which is just horribly horribly terrible for me i'm so bad at keeping stuff in like this and so i'll just have to text steven and be like enjoy the episode and then wait until like midnight and then i don't sleep because i'm texting steven so many things about joe millionaire because i had to wait for him to watch it but not anymore we got to finally watch the episode together which was so fun we had a blast it was a really good time watching it together it was it was a little complicated going ready three two one go we got it eventually. <laughs> we figured it out. We're, we're podcasting professionals. We figured out how to do it. And we had an absolute blast watching the screener. And now, I mean, we've been sitting on this information since Tuesday. Yeah. So that's been difficult. But 
you know, we're professionals here and we were able to keep it between the two of us. I mean, if I was doing this by myself, I would have exploded. But thank God that I'm with Steven and we got to watch it together. And we're recording this podcast early. This is just like the dream. You guys have no idea. And it's all because of you. We cannot thank you enough. Thank you so, 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 so much for supporting us in all of the ways that you do, whether it's leaving a review, tweeting back at us, becoming a hottie, or just downloading the episodes when they come out. You guys are helping us so much, and we are forever grateful for that. Before we get into the the recap episode, which I am... Specifically, really excited to talk about, you know, maybe no reason whatsoever. I don't know why. Uh, you know, it took me a day to function as an adult human being again <laughs> after uh, nearly passing out. But uh, I have returned to a normal adult human uh, version somewhat. Proud of you. We have so much content coming your way, guys. Oh, my God. We have so much content coming your way. In case you are somehow stumbling upon this. Uh, episode and you haven't watched spoiler alert stuff happens so you know <laughs> stop listening probably pause and then watch it yeah you're like oh this came up maybe this is a special episode nope it's the recap don't listen yet <laughs> just don't listen yet please wait until you've watched because it's great you should watch you should definitely watch incredible finale you might think you know what's coming your way you might not think you know what's coming your way it's still a great episode and you have to watch however I will say we have a myriad of people who were involved in this finale mm-hmm. who will be coming up in the next couple of weeks. On our motherfucking podcast. On ours. On the number one. So let us run down without giving specifics of maybe who is going to be here. I will say pretty much everybody that you saw in that last episode is going to be on this podcast. Hell fucking yeah, you guys. We have so many interviews coming up. All of them are going to be here. And when I mean all of them, I mean all of them. Tell them. Tell them. I mean that glove son of a bitch Martin's going to fucking be here. He's coming so excited. You guys, we're going to interview Martin. I will say by the time you're listening to this, the interview will have been done already. So don't send us questions you want us to ask him. Yeah, sorry. We already have three pages of questions written out. I hope that we hit the questions that you have for him. But, guys, we got Martin. We have Martin. We have ladies. We have the gentlemen. Mm -hmm. And we also have a fantastic interview coming up with the team that helped cast this show. Um, Incredible. So be looking forward to that. We have so many questions just about this show, but reality TV in general uh-huh. and their thoughts on that. So we'll have the casting team coming up. So just because this episode is done, just because Joe Millionaire is done and there's no reunion, does not mean the content here at the number one ends. <laughs> no, 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 no. Absolutely not. If anything, it just gets better. Make sure you follow the podcast because we're going to be dropping episodes at random times yeah. in the next, I would assume, two, three weeks. We really haven't figured out a posting schedule yet. Um, we kind of are at the hands of Fox on that front. So when they let us release the episodes, they will be released and you guys are going to be entertained for weeks to come because we don't let you down. Subscribe. Subscribe now. Subscribe <laughs> your loved one's phone, a parent's phone, all, you know, your co-worker's phone, all of them. Absolutely. Just steal Absolutely. it and download. Uh, leave reviews. We really appreciate it. We're really interested to see what you guys have to say about these people who are coming on. 
mm-hmm. and the interviews themselves. So you can do that via reviews or just message us. Join the hotties, obviously. Yeah, we'll be keeping the hotties updated. We'll be tweeting out the episodes as they come out. We will be posting about them on our Instagram stories. So follow us where you, wherever you can um, to keep updated because, like I said, we're, we're dropping bombs left and right, and they're going to be great. I don't know how I'm going to get through a very specific interview. I mean, I was planning on just getting myself a bottle of wine and kicking back for that one and <laughs> just kind of be in here, <laughs> let you guys have a, a nice oh, date. Yeah. Maybe? Oh. Maybe? Oh. Maybe send her a steak. <gasps> Maybe. I mean, we're recording with her at like 9 a.m. <laughs> it's not going to work. Well, actually, it's noon for us. Oh, that's true. So It'll be like um, Devil's Prada, where she's trying to find the steak before the steak place even opens. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'll be like, I need a steak. <laughs> it's basically a Devil's Prada situation. And it's got to be mashed potatoes on the side, as we've discussed many a times. You got to have them taters. Let's get to this week's episode, Mixie. I was going to say, wow. we got to get into this episode, the finale, episode 11, dates, decisions, and dollar amounts revealed. They they brought it back. They did. They brought it back. It was, it, it, I, I would say there's been better, but there's definitely been worse. So I will take that W as we get it. And this was another episode where it ended and Steven and I were like, it's done. <laughs> we were so sad. Like I, I just remember when the dates were done, and we were like, "Oh my god, there's only like twelve minutes left. What are we gonna do?" Like how? What? What? Uh, how? Uh, what? What? Yeah. What? Huh? But don't you worry. We are gonna fill you in on every little detail that happened, and we start the episode uh, by meeting up with the guys in the gentleman's quarters. The gentleman's quarter. And immediately something jumps out at me, almost as if they heard our last podcast and they were like, oh, you thought cell phones were crazy? Check this out. Kurt was on a laptop and it wasn't like it was just there. Like there's video evidence of him moving his mouse and typing things in. That laptop was running. He was doing what we can only imagine is getting ready for his return to Tulum his mm-hmm. set list had to be getting the set list ready. Had to yeah. be working on beats. Obviously, this is what Dead Mouse does. And he's like, whoa. Absolutely. This show's almost done. My tour is about to start. Yeah, I better like get the fingers back <laughs> ready to go since I haven't been able to really use them on this show too much, you know, because there's yeah. rules about that. And let me just get back into the groove of Dead Mousing it up. I mean, that's the only explanation for them allowing a, a laptop because. Laptops connect to the internet, and the last time I checked, when you're on a reality television show, you cannot have internet access. Yeah, that's usually frowned upon. It's kind of like the whole point is that you're disconnected from the world. (laughs) Yeah, and like, if he was using this now, am I supposed to believe that he was always using this? Or they were just like, listen, we don't give a shit anymore. If you want to Google these girls, whatever. (laughs) We're right there. Like, do your thing. And they, you know, that's probably why it was definitely not that, and more definitely he was working on his set list. Well, yeah, I, he was definitely mixing some beats, and I agree with you. But I did find it interesting that his um, laptop was facing away from any of the cameras. The mm. only person that could see the the beats he was making was Steven, who was behind him. So, you know, there may have been an Instagram search or two. I have a hard time believing if they had access to the internet and a laptop that they didn't look these girls up. Would you? 
absolutely I would. I'm asking the wrong person. <laughs> I'm asking Miss. I'm sorry. Would you, Stevie? I would I would try to abide by the rules of the show, but Bullshit. let me let me tell you, it would be so I'd be looking I'd be like fucking Jason Borning it and looking in the corners to try to figure out <laughs> all the angles that they could read my screen at, you know? Yeah. And get that's what I'm saying. I feel like Kurt did that. Yeah, and he like maybe shifted his chair somewhere to block uh-huh. the angle. Yeah. It's just like Instagram Carolyn. Oh. Ex husband. Oh. oh. Look at that bathing suit. Oh uh-huh. fuck. Oh, Jesus Christ. I I close window, close window, close window. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I do feel as though there was some searching going on on there, but I guess we'll never know. Or will we? <laughs> will we? Maybe we'll have to ask a question about that. Ooh. You'll have to wait and find out if we did. If we remembered to ask that. Yeah, I got to write that down. Or Hold we on. had time. <laughs> What's on his laptop? Okay. Then uh, we move over to the manor. As you all remember, I'm sure, the girls got kicked out uh, and are in a hotel, but now they are coming back. Um, they each arrive one by one in the car. They're greeted by Daddy Martin. Daddy Martin! As they should be. As the girls come in, we are hearing like voiceover from the guys as they talk about each of the girls and their kind of like experiences with them. And... Steven said this. I mean, with Annie, I have like, just a sweet-hearted, kind, very positive, very confident woman. I thought he pulled a Kurt, Steven. I thought he pulled a Kurt. We were watching that together, and we were like, oh! oh yeah. Oh, we did. You almost yeah. did it. Oh, you almost, almost did it. I would have lost it if he called her a sweetheart of a girl. I would have lost it. I would have turned it off right there. I'd be like, I'm done. I, it's not going to get better for me. I mean, he did something. Steven gave me a treat at the very end of the episode, and we'll get there when we get there. But this was an Easter egg that I truly feel like was edited in for us. Yeah, I think they did a good job of, like, realizing that we're watching. The number one is, like, on the case. Yeah, I really thought he said sweetheart of a girl, and, man, it would have been great if he did. But I I do appreciate the almost there. It was nice. They keep talking about the other girls. To be honest with you guys, like, the the deep conversations that were had about contemplating and, and looking at either, you know, the the things that they like or the things that they're concerned about, I was not paying attention. <laughs> if you come here to have a deep conversation about what Kurt and Steven were thinking, I apologize. You're at the wrong place. I mean, we could have it for like two minutes, but then we'll probably run we'll out of We'll get gas. there eventually at sure. the end. Yeah. I, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to repeat it over and over again. And we understand like what they were trying to do here. Like, yes, absolutely. And this is going to be a theme of this recap is this uh-huh. was, as Mixie called it at the time, and she nailed it. She goes, this was a choice. This, this was a choice. This it editing was. Was a choice, and it was, but that is the theme throughout this entire episode, is this Uh was a choice. We'll discuss at the very end how we feel that choice went, Uh Um, but yeah, these were specific choices that were created, and um, Uh we'll discuss that as we go. We also want to discuss on that table where the guys were. Oh, the salt and pepper shakers. There was two sets of salt and pepper shakers. Yeah. So you don't have to reach over the table. If it's too far, again, a rich person thing. I'm not going to reach all the way across the table because it's a long table because 
you know, we have money uh-huh. and royalty, basically. Yeah. There's a little planter in the middle. I can only reach as far as the planter without it being, like, disgusting and, like, I have bad... It could not have been a more shallow planter either. Like, it really couldn't have been an easier planter to reach over, which is, like, makes it so much better. I loved that one salt and pepper shaker set was just, like, a classic domed silver salt and pepper shaker. And then the other ones were these, like, intricate-ass, like, knights. Like, carved out of steel. Like, beautiful. It was just the most random thing. Yeah, it's it's an odd set for the art department to to get. I bet you that one was there from the oh definitely from the estate that, that came with that it stays that came in the gentlemen's it. quarters. The quarters, absolutely, it did. Well, you know, as as we were distracted by the salt and pepper shakers on the table, <laughs> Kurt starts talking about how he's worried about not having money, and I just want to reach through and be like, buddy, they know, they saw the stove tops. They they saw the $400,000 farming equipment. Yeah. They are beyond aware that you don't have the money. We got it. Don't worry yeah, about it's it. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. I think they're all cool with it, and they don't really give a shit. Which is still just like, I feel like production at one point was like, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> just go, uh, to, the, yeah. Just go uh-huh. to Steven's house. There's not much we can do. We can't uh-huh. take all these stoves out. You can't seal off the game room and be like, oh, yeah. I keep yes. forgetting about the game room, too. There were so many layers to his his house that it's just like, clearly they have money. Whatever. Now, if it was like, who has $5 million and who has $10 million, I'd be like, yes. okay, well, you know, maybe. But it was like, one's $10 million and one's not. It's like, well, I mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I, I just like I, he. This is again a theme throughout the entire time that Kurt's worried about the money situation, and I just keep being like, "Homie, they know everything's fine." Um. So in, in case you aren't watching, let me break down what happens here. So all of the girls come back to the manor, and um, Martin tells them that they are all going to have half day dates, which yes. is an interesting choice because the last time. The last episode, they all had full day and night dates, the yeah. entire day and night, except for Cal and Whitney, who split themselves 50-50, which I just want to remind everybody that that was last episode. <laughs> four days ago at this point <laughs> in, in real time, maybe four days, probably three days mm-hmm. at this mm-hmm. point. And we are now speeding through four dates in one day, two for Kurt and two for Steven. So Annie got a paddleboarding date in the morning and Kala got to make dinner with Steven at night. Yeah. Carolyn had a tennis date with Kurt in the morning and Amanda was making dinner with Kurt at night. Um, Martin states at the end of this that these are simple dates to see what everyday life would be like. Yeah. So Steven lives on a farm. I'm going to, I'm going to, just throw out a guess here and assume that he has nowhere to paddleboard. No, I'm guessing in the in the hometown where he's from in landlocked Missouri, there's no big giant lakes to go paddleboarding on. There might be like a, a swimming creek. <laughs> creek. There's probably not a giant lake to do. I could be wrong. 
We could be wrong. We could be wrong. But from the 8,000 aerial views we got of his land and when he was flying his helicopter, I don't remember any water. No, and I feel like if you do have water in these parts of Missouri, probably not paddleboarding on it. It's just, <laughs> I don't think that's... That's also a very good Yeah, I just don't think that's the thing you're doing. Uh, you know, maybe you're taking it out, taking the boat out on the creek, on the pond for some fishing. God, but I don't think you're like, you know, it'd be really good. Let's do some paddleboard. While we're at it, let's do some paddleboard yoga out here. And then on the flip side, Kurt playing tennis, as we see, he's not very good. No. I, I have a very hard time believing that that's a simple date to see what everyday life would be like with Kurt. Yeah. The dinner? Yes. I get that. But, like, why don't we send him to the grocery store? How funny would that have been if they had a grocery shop in the morning with the girls and make dinner with those groceries at night? Just imagine this again. This is why we need to be brought in on these productions. <laughs> Just brilliant idea after brilliant idea. Just send them to send them to the supermarket like they do on uh, Top Chef and say you only have $100 uh-huh. to make dinner and figure out, well, you know, I really want lobster. I don't want lobster. I don't like lobster. You don't like lobster. This would have fixed the whole fish situation. The floppy fish. The smelly fish. The fish smelling fish. <laughs> this fish <laughs> smells like um, um, what's that one thing? Fish. <laughs> but this was this was God. interesting. Carolyn had like a like unlike last week, like we said, she had a tennis outfit. Yeah, she was prepared. She was prepared. I think she, Annie did she, change. Yes. Oh, that red polka dot situation. Yeah, that red dress. Girl. Ooh, wow. I mm-hmm. was like, oh, this is going to be even better. Punch <laughs> just end it all right now for me. Have you paddleboarded before, Mixie? I have. Uh, growing up in Ohio, a lot of friends had um, access to lakes, so. I, I did a lot of that. I did a lot of wakeboarding, slalom, water skiing. Whoa. She's an athlete. So yeah. Um I, I I've 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 grown up with lakes around me. I would go to them at least like once a year. So I have. Have you paddled No, that's not no. That's no. It looks a lot easier than it is. I will say that. It looks hard for me, so it would be very hard, I assume. You got to keep a good center of gravity. It's very important. And Stephen did not do that. Stephen fell immediately. When they first got in, she was still getting her footing. And he, I don't even think, had a full foot on the board before he was in the water. That lip. Let's talk about that real quick. The, <laughs> the, the step off from, from the dock to where the paddleboard was looked like it was six feet. Yeah, I mean, but Annie's legs for days had no problem. Nah, she's an athlete, too. Yeah, she is. She is. So is Carolyn. Carolyn absolutely kicked Kurt's ass at tennis. I think she plays some tennis. I've seen her playing tennis on her IG story. I think back in the day she was playing with Annie when Annie came to visit. They were just oh, that's right. She did. that little tennis ball around. Oh, yeah, that's that's right. They did. Adorable. Yeah. So damn cute. Um, but yeah, Annie and Steven had a really cute little paddleboarding situation. Um, I don't know if our hotties, I'm sure we're going to get some messages about it, uh, had their, their eyes peeled. There was <laughs> multiple people on that lake. There was, there was a pontoon boat with a, with a camera crew, yeah. which, you know, we, we were expecting, but there was this man and I, I tweeted about it. There's this man 
in the background, just like fishing on his fishing boat. And you can catch him at different points throughout their entire date. This man did not give a fuck that they were filming. They He no. didn't care that the, it was a close set. Could care less. Homie wanted to fish and he got his fishing in. And good for him. I hope he caught something. There's no way he did because they were they kept falling into the water. Just a terrible spot to be fishing. I'm scared off all the fish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Plus you got the camera crew going around in like a small half circle on a pontoon boat. Again, right there. Yeah. I, there was no fish. It's interesting to me that both of these day dates that were not dinner were kind of like athletic feats of competition in a way. Yeah, yeah. And um, and a big departure from last week, which kind of feels like last week's dates should have been this week's dates. I agree. And this week's dates should have been last week's dates. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just from, like, it's the finale. Like, you want to have, like, these big, epic finale-type dates, and I feel like we didn't get these big payoffs in terms of like super romantic stuff i agree with you and i also like they they kept they would do this throughout the season where they would like occasionally hit on the fact that there was like a poor person and a rich person and they would have like a poor date and a rich date we kind of got rid of that yeah i don't really know when at some point (laughs) that stopped happening but like it would have been really cool if martin had gone to the guys and like went you guys both have two girls left you can take you get to pick one of them gets to go on the rich date and one of them gets to go on the poor date and the poor date was going grocery shopping and making dinner (laughs) and also now looking at it now obviously the two people who went on the athletic dates were the two that did not end up with the joes yes so you know that's something that steven and i were talking about as it was airing amanda says at one point that she's worried because we're just jumping around i don't care um (laughs) Amanda says at one point that she was worried because Carolyn had a date first and she was going second. For anyone that is going to be on reality TV and and date somebody that's dating multiple people, going last is a good thing for the most part. For the most part. Statistically. Unless you were the girls on the bang dates. Excuse me. Fantasy suites a few (laughs) days ago. Then going last was not good because you realized. Well, that was a whole production. Fuck ABC, man. What they did to that girl is messed up. In this kind of situation where it's like final two, you know you're not going to get sent home right then and there. Like, you you want the second date. And statistically, again, both of the girls that went on the second date were the ones that were chosen. I'm not saying that's why. I'm just saying statistically science. you look at the data science big facts science exactly no fake news i'm telling you not here get it out of here get it right out if you are on a show and if you have the option you should try to go second it's always a better move yeah i mean the 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 only part that's going to hurt is when you're sitting there the day before and realizing oh they're out with the person right now but then it's the other way around it hurts both times but then you can go well i felt like you know i put my best foot forward and, and did did whatever but you know leave it out on the field as they say yeah leave, leave it, it out, out on the field leave it all out on the field you did your best this is your last last big you know moment it's again the everyday date stuck with me because mm-hmm. i'm like Okay, the, these might not necessarily be the best situations for you to be in because 
Like, we're on the opposite side of the tennis court. We're hitting the ball at each other. We're running. We're, you know, we can't really talk. You're mm-hmm. on the paddleboard. You're you're trying to talk. I mean, they did have that moment after where they're laying on the blanket and they had that nice little intimate moment yeah, there. Yeah, uh-huh. But in general, like, you just sitting there and cooking dinner with somebody is going to, like, connect you so much absolutely, more absolutely. than everything else. And that's why it's weird, you know, where people are like, oh, I don't want to do dinner anymore. Like, dinner as a date is kind of like... But like I'm not. I don't want to like sit there with you for three hours. It's like, well, that's a really quick way to figure out if you like somebody. So absolutely, if somebody's what people say that shit that they don't want to do dinners. Yes, it's a thing now, Mixie. It's a thing now, Mixie. People don't want to. Girls are like, let's just get a drink. I don't want to make a big commitment of going out for two hours and having a meal if I don't like you. It's like what? Get a free meal, girl. What the fuck are you talking about? Nobody is bad enough that you can't sit there for two hours and eat a $25 meal that they're paying for. I'm sorry. No one is. Get that free bag. You'd be surprised how often now it's like, it's that. It's like, let's just do drinks or grab coffee. And it's like, but like if I go coffee with you for like 30 minutes or something like that, what am I supposed to find out about you in 30 minutes? Nothing. What's your favorite color? God, don't do fucking that shit again. I can't believe somebody really asked me that one time. What's my favorite color? What do you want to do in the next three years? What reality shows do you watch? That's the better question. Yeah, great question. Yeah. As you said before, what's your Chick-fil-A order? Incredible question. It's a great conversation opener. It is. I mean, if you need new ones, Stephen, why don't you ask them what what they get when they're eating fresh? Ooh. There's somebody right now, I know there is, high person who I'm about to reference. What's your Chick-fil-A order? Oh, I don't eat there because they, you know, don't support certain <laughs> people. And it's like, oh, okay. Didn't, didn't need that today. Didn't, just you know, trying, to, trying to break the ice. You could lie. <laughs> you could lie. Also, that tells me a lot about you, too. So, mission accomplished. <laughs> mission accomplished. Annie and Steven's date, again, it was cute. It seemed like it went great. They They really seemed to get along. Annie was very open with Steven about her feelings. She says, I really, really like you. Um, He says it back to her. This is another interesting tid. Love your tids. That sounded weird. I apologize. (laughs) No, it's okay. I knew what you meant. (laughs) Everything's fine. This is a safe space. Um, Annie said to Steven her feelings, was very open with him about her feelings. So was Carolyn. Carolyn says to him, I'm in love with you. When she's at the tennis court. She tried to do the mouthy thing with it. Uh-huh. But she, and we got the caption. Thank you, editing team, for that. Needed that. Um, but again, these two girls were the ones that were open with their thoughts and feelings. Amanda <laughs> clearly stated multiple times that she wasn't going to tell Kurt that she was falling in love with him until she knew that she was the only one. And Kala, correct me if I'm wrong, was just kind of like, I really, this is fun. We're having a great time. I want to keep doing this. Yeah, it's basically what it was. So it's interesting to me that these two guys that keep saying they're ready for commitment, the two girls that are open about it, they say no to. Again, just an interesting tid that I caught on to. A tid, and that's all it is. I want to give you another thing that we just mentioned. You know, Cal was just like, eh, whatever. Um, early on in the show, 
they had her and she goes, It's really hard to process that I am in the top two for Steven right now. <laughs> yeah. Us too, girl. We're very surprised, as a matter of fact. I can't I couldn't believe it, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like you you would have told me three weeks ago. Three weeks just three weeks ago, not like eight weeks ago when the show started. Three weeks ago that she would be in the final two, I'd be like, Did the did everybody else go home at this point? <laughs> did they all quit? Yeah, what happened? Was there a COVID outbreak and they had to just keep going? And it's nothing against her. It's no. just, I don't know. It's very interesting, the edit that we were given. And like you said, it was a choice. I, I don't know how much of a choice this was. Okay. We, we're, we've had conversations about this. I, I just. Let's open it up. Let's open it up. We, we know what happens. Steven picks Kala. You said it correctly. Way to go. I was making sure. Practicing. I, I saw you hesitate. <laughs> Practicing for when you talk to her. I got Kala. it. And it was absolutely shocking. Yep. Like, one of the biggest shocking moments that I remember watching reality television recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly. It just mm-hmm. was like, like, watch the video. I'm screaming, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is happening right now? And again, and like, it, it the way that they edited it, obviously, it resulted in that huge what the fuck is going on moment, which I do think was their end goal. But at some point, it would have been nice to get more bits of Kala throughout this this season. I really wish that I would have gotten to know her. Like, like, think about it. We had Amanda and Carolyn. I got to know both of them, right? I, I, I feel like as an audience member, we really got to see both of their relationships with Kurt. Yeah. We really only saw Annie's relationship with Steven. I mean, obviously, he w- he was dating these other girls and whatnot, but we were getting little slivers of that. Annie was really the only consistent one that we were seeing. And obviously, he was dating Kala throughout this entire thing. It took until last episode for her to, to strictly select him. Yeah. But I have a hard time believing that there's no footage of them. I'm curious if there wasn't a lot, and that's what kind of forced their hand to this edit. That they could not give a Carolyn slash Amanda style edit to it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Because there just wasn't enough there. She wasn't that. they get. And again, they referenced the Cala code. Yeah. Like a couple weeks on end. But it wasn't anything more about, like, her herself. So I see what you're saying from that. I think that had something to do with it. And then, like, them not having enough is like, all right, let's just bring this out of left field. Yeah. If we want to have a moment on this show, we have, like, one where it's very clearly her at the beginning. And then somebody else is coming in and intercepting this relationship and people are seeing this happen as it goes. I think smart people are seeing this. Not if you're dumb, if you didn't, but, you know. <laughs> I didn't. Are seeing, like, the subtle nuances of, like, how he's acting around her, the handhold, those type of things. Mm-hmm. But nobody, even weathered reality TV people like us. Yeah. Are not seeing this coming. Yeah. Nobody, nobody saw this coming. I really, unless they were spoiled. Yeah. Kudos if that was the plan. If the plan was to do a complete, basically blind side and get this incredible reaction that will be basically the end of the show, maybe have a mm-hmm. Twitter, Instagram, 
moment, right? A trending yeah. moment with clips and people doing reactions like mine. Mm-hmm. Bravo. You did it well. Absolutely. Yeah. But if it was kind of like, well, we don't really have anything else. Let's, this is just what we're going to do. And like, oh, well, it doesn't really matter. Uh-huh. Like, I don't, I just don't believe that that was the plan. Okay. But here's the thing. And we've talked about this before. Like, it's been a very known fact. Again, we're going to talk about the the main love reality show that, you know, everybody's yes. kind of basing their formulas off of if we're being realistic. The producers are constantly talking to the leads about who they are most interested in from the get-go. They have a top... Who's your top four? Asking them all the time. Who's your top four? Yeah. And because they only have so many crew members. They only have so many cameras. They only have so much time and energy to be filming, right? So if... One of these men were very particular about their four, and then all of a sudden somebody that was not in their four got in their four in the last three, four episodes. Yeah. There's not going to be a lot of footage of them from the beginning because the crew wasn't going to spend their time shooting something like special one-on-one time between two people if they knew that that lead wasn't actually that interested in that person it's a waste of everyone's time and energy to be shooting that i agree with you but uh, and again this is what i said about amanda last week is like or amber last week was like oh we didn't really see much of her the entire time yeah Bree got a lot of story and then was gone uh-huh. i mean whitney got a lot of story and didn't make it here like she yeah. was very featured in a lot of things so was suzanne like mm-hmm. she was all was over the suzanne. show Yep. And maybe it's because she was a, you know, a quote machine. A lot of these people were quote machines, gave good stuff to camera. Calla mm-hmm. gave her, her plot twist thing a couple times. You know, again, I think you're right. Maybe they just didn't have enough usable stuff to, like, really string her out over all of the episodes. And I also think it goes along with what we've said before is that Calla would be great on the challenge, which at oh, this yeah. rate, I don't think she'll be on the challenge. But- I don't think so. I will try to we'll try to pressure her into it. <laughs> I think that she might have just not talked a lot, you know? Yeah. She might have really kept to herself. She might have, you know, not really just been that open with production in her ITMs or whatever, so there just wasn't really a lot to work with. And that could also have been the case. I hope that's the case. I do too. If the case is they had a lot of stuff, they had them with great interactions with each other. Mm-hmm. Over the course of this entire time, they had them making out a whole bunch of times. They had them having deep conversations. They had her saying a whole bunch of stuff. And like we didn't get much of any of that. And she's one of your winners. Then that's kind of that's sad. That kind of sucks because we want to like we want to be rooting for these guys and we want to yeah. be rooting for these relationships. So at the end, you're just like, hold on. I was invested in him and Annie like Mm -hmm. I feel like that was the story you were trying to tell me and we didn't and again as we just said maybe it's because they didn't have anything from Cal and they had so much with Annie because Annie was very specific even from the first time yeah I think they showed she knew what she wanted she walked right up to him right at the beginning Uh uh-huh um and she knew what she wanted and she went after it so I I think that's where we kind of sit at this point Mm -hmm. on on those things it's tough it's tough I mean it was a hell of a payoff it was. It was a huge payoff. I just really, and I'm excited to talk to Kella just to kind of like get to know her more and maybe 
find out more behind the scenes stuff that we didn't see. Yeah. Um, because like they really do seem like a, a really cute, happy couple. And I just I would have if if that footage does exist, I would be very sad to know that that they made that choice, the conscious effort to just cut it. Well, we saw that at their date in the in with the the country music singer and they were in mm-hmm. the the call it. And we mentioned last week the like the passion and the makeout. Like that should have been our red that should have been like the green flag right there. Hey yeah. guys, look at this. Look at this makeout. Uh-huh. This is yeah. incredible. But again, that was last episode. Yes. Like a bit late now, everybody. We had nine, I'm sorry, eight, because episode two didn't exist. We had eight episodes before that where I just want to state for the record for everyone, and we will be talking to Kala about this. Kurt sucked her finger in episode one. Yeah, that's a bit awkward, isn't it? (laughs) Like fully sucked her finger. Yeah, I don't, yeah, we'll see what, we'll see how he answers that. Yeah. I, that, hey, yeah. uh, nice to see you again. Remember when we were kind of <laughs> dating until a couple weeks ago? Hey, remember the first time I met you, I just sucked your finger because you had some cake on it? That was fun. The cotillion, man. Oh, and that girl spiraled, and then you tried to throw oranges at me. Uh-huh, and then you you said that you they were trying to sabotage you, that whole thing. You're trying to sabotage me, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the classic plot twist. Plot twist. <laughs> Talk about a plot twist. Yeah, and maybe that was maybe that was their little golden egg that they kept giving us. <gasps> oh, they're right. It was, wasn't it? Was she just that was her catchphrase? Yeah. And we didn't pick up on it. Yeah. They asked her about it at the end. So, what do you think of how all this went? <laughs> Plot twist. And they just put it at the beginning. They're like, if you would have been more not worried about what we were blacking out, not blacking <laughs> out, and stickers left on things, and you know, if you didn't care about this. The fucking awful interior of our Sprinter van. Maybe you would have caught this. That's on us. Can I give you another moment that, um, to me, Mixie, as they're finishing up these dates, yeah, we said they're having these intimate moments, intimate moments, at least in the first group, uh, right after they finish. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. <laughs> Kurt, <laughs> Kurt having the line, I'm not going to take it away from you. I- I'm glad you brought it up. Because I was going to bring it up right after whatever you were going to bring up. So, of course, we're on the same page. I really hate this shit. Like, don't say that shit if that's not what's going to happen. You know, if you're still torn, then don't even acknowledge it. What happened was Carolyn said to him, I haven't felt this way before. Don't take it away from me. Yes. And he said... I won't. He didn't need to say that. Again, these guys keep saying things thinking that's what they have to say, and it's not what they have to say. He could have been like, I'm really enjoying this too. It's so special for us. Great. Don't tell her that you're not going to do something that you do. Can I give you a conspiracy take? Because I haven't had a lot of Steve's conspiracy corners during this entire time. Oh, are we going to go over to the corner? Yeah, let's walk over there. We can let's go over to the corner, like right here. This our season finale wrap. Let's uh, head over to the conspiracy. Hey, hey, yeah. We're yeah. In the, it's been a while since we've been over here. It's a little dusty. I, I do need to clean in. This yeah, corner. we we need to maybe get somebody in here because I think that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that's on the floor, but maybe Martin could do it for us. Oh, we'll ask him. Yeah. Yeah. So here's my thought. Mm-hmm. Kurt was set on Amanda until this date. 
because when they get back, Stephen yeah. goes, how was it? And he, he goes, pissed. he goes, did you fall in love again? And he goes, yep. <laughs> I think it. he, w- I think he was like, okay, it's Amanda. I've settled it. I'm okay with it. I just got to get through the rest of this. And then they had that date and he, he was like, how did it go, buddy? And he's like, not well. He goes, you fall in love again? Yep. Yeah, because Stephen like laughed. And Kurt was like, don't, this isn't funny. <laughs> like, I hate you, man. That's a very good take. That's a Thank hot you. take that I will I will jump right on, on top of and, and and ride the train. Yeah, let's ride, ride the train. I mean, it didn't even need to be a conspiracy corner, but I, I just want to come back in here. It's been a while. Yes, I like it in this corner. It is and nice. It's pretty nice. It's a nice corner. It's a nice corner. Are you ready to leave? I guess. Let's get back out there. I do think that these men say things that they shouldn't be saying. And it is something I will be bringing up okay. when we talk to them. So I, I will be holding them accountable for all of the girls that I've talked that we've talked to about exit interviews. I, I will be holding him accountable for that. We'll see what happens. Good for you. I like that. I like that you're just being like, I got to I got to stand up a day after, you know. International Women's Day. I got my gals. You're like, it's every day, as a matter of fact, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. I stand up for these ladies right now on International Women's Day plus two. Yeah. Hey, I'm an ally. This is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> so we move on to the dinner dates. Uh, Calla and Steven and Amanda and Kurt. These two dates, although the same, were very different. Very different. Um, Amanda and Kurt was one that some may say out of a movie. We were getting the perfect pizza dough toss. We were dicing the onions really nice. And we were getting a romantic bite of the pizza with the cheese pool. Everything was fine and dandy over there. Cal and Steven had a realistic dinner date. I'm sorry. I love making dinner with my boyfriend. We have a great time. But it is also not fun. As much as it is fun, it is also not fun. Because he's didn't didn't Stephen say like cooking in the kitchen is light and fun? Yes. Well, no, I think that was Amanda. Somebody did. Okay. And and that's what Amanda and Kurt's situation seemed like. That it was all fine and dandy. Anyone that's been in like a serious relationship with someone that's like cooking with them after a certain point in time. People are very particular about their food and how it's prepared. Yeah, that's true. And it's just not something that, like, I, am I controlling? Maybe. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> I need to do what I want to do when I'm in the kitchen. And so we've figured out a system where he deals with, like, the protein and I deal with everything else. And that's a good move for us. So it's is is it always a double cook then or is it when you're doing a double cook? To, when you're doing a cook together, that's the rules. Yes. Got it. Okay. It, like one of us is doing one thing and one of us is doing another and they come together to make a great dish, but I'm sorry, making a like a single thing with two people it's just not like an enjoyable time. <laughs> I can hear the married couples at home listening to this podcast going, yes, Mixie, you're so I, right. Like at one point, Stephen was like, it doesn't say to chop the garlic. And 
and Cal is like, obviously you chopped the garlic. And he's like, no, I don't think you chopped the garlic. Like, that is real. That's the shit that happens, right? Like, we're making sausages. I don't want the casing on the sausages. I want to cut the casing out and, and, you know, crumble the sausage as that. But, you know, my boyfriend wants to keep it in a log. Those are the conversations that happen. Those are the things that happen in a kitchen. We aren't just, oh, ha, ha, he, he, let's throw the pizza dough. That's not what happens. I think we've just stumbled upon a new reality show that we need to pitch. <laughs> Getting through making a dinner. <laughs> it's just like we'll come up with a title TBA maybe by the end of the podcast, but something like if you can't if you can't stand the heat, like I mean, right off the <laughs> dome right there, right? And like That's every date one. is you guys cooking and maybe What about Love for Real? I heard that was a good name. Oh, that is a good one. Maybe <laughs> guys like an amateur chef or something like that. You know, and he's trying to help, and it's just like, oh, yeah, but can they work together in the kitchen? Like, okay, That's what maybe- they should do for Love is Blind. Love is Blind should be, they're both in the pods, they walk out and meet each other, and they immediately have to make dinner. <laughs> they do it like those Bon Appetit videos where they stand back to back and one of them yells out what you're doing. Genius. Thank you. What a genius show. Fox, call us. We're here. Um, We're here literally all the time. Um, yeah, I just, it killed me. And like the smoke detector went off, which I know you said is, was fake. I've never heard a smoke detector like that. No, they all sound the same. Yeah. That's, that wasn't a smoke detector. Is that when it goes off, you go, oh, that's the smoke detector and not, oh, is that my car? Is that my car alarm? Is that my like, that's the smoke detector sound on the like spinny wheel that they were using last episode for the, for the horse and the cow. And then it was like smoke detector. The smoke detector says. Yeah. Yeah. It was just not correct at all. Yeah. No, not, not the thing. And also bad dish to cook. We're going to, you're going to make them cook fish. Yeah. When, when again, Amanda and Kurt had pizza. Let's not even think about that. What does he do for a living? He raises cattle. What did her family do? Her family was in cattle as well. I don't know. Maybe cook a fucking steak? I don't know. You go the opposite. You go the exact opposite. You go fish? The the guy whose whole thing about this whole show is he's got so much money because he raises cattle, you make him cook fish. Well, that guy in the background was fishing for something. That's why he was back there. He had to catch the fish for Stephen and Calla to make for dinner. Very good observation. <laughs> it's the only explanation, because you're right. Why were they making fish? I think Calla's face was like, this is what we're doing? They didn't, even, they didn't even eat the fish. They made waffles. They were like, fuck this, we're making waffles. Anyways, you know, I did. there was one other thing that happened during this. Um, when did Amanda change from avocado to panda? I know Steven called her a panda at one point. Yeah. What was that? Do you know? I think that's their, like, pet name for each other. Like, hi, panda. Avocado was supposed to be, like, when we're having a truthful moment. We're saying something so truthful. Which, if if memory serves me correct, it's supposed to be, like, I'm being 100% honest in this exact moment. Which is kind of terrifying. To realize that they might not be 100% truthful. Yeah, you, why do you need that? You have to have a code word when you're really being truthful. That's a very good point. That's fucked up. Yeah, and you're going to bring Panda at the end and you're not going to just have him like edit in avocado. Like just right into it, ADR mm-hmm. it right in. Mm-hmm. You know you have the, the audio clip. You could have easily done it. 
Yeah, you got it. You're just a bit lazy. That's fine. That's fine. You I just didn't understand it. Maybe there's a reason for it. We'll ask Amanda. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just very curious. On the, all of a sudden, it went from avocado to panda, and then back to avocado. We got an <laughs> avocado like parallel to their relationship at one yeah. point. We'll get to. Um, very interesting. But that was the end of the dates. The next morning, we get... I, I don't know what's gotten into Martin lately. I'm not... I, I would like to make sure that I, I state that I'm not upset. I like it a lot. The man has gone bell crazy. The aggression in his wrist is palpable. I think he's just missing his, his, his ladies at the manor. I think he's just yeah. missing. You know, he used to have like a couple bell rings an episode. They were within earshot. Mm-hmm. He was light and dainty with it. Now he's just like up in the fucking microphone, like slamming his wrist. Yeah, I think he's just disappointed. He's like, I'm, I'm here in my butthole. Yeah, no one wants to be in their butthole alone. I wish there was a draft in here. There's not. It's pretty <laughs> tight in here. Not a lot of room to move around. Yeah. A bit musty. Mm-hmm. I can see how that would wane on somebody. You get a little, you get a little, you know, a little feisty. Yeah, I mean, after a, a few days of of no one coming around to check out your butthole, it, yeah. it, it's it hurts. You get a little sad in 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 your feels. So I do understand where he's coming from. Yeah, you but, know, he's, he's a bit rusty. He's a bit dry. You know. Mm, yeah, yeah. Maybe a good maybe a good wipe would help. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that that could help. He'd just clean up a bit. You know. Yeah. And yeah. That, that might help him. But he was he was ringing that bell. He was like, this is my swan song. I got to make sure that people see, like, I don't have a job after this. Where am I going to go budding? I got to move my whole butthole. Like, this is like a big day. I got to make sure people are seeing me. It's like, you know, it's what it is. It's like a professional athlete who's on the last year of their contract. And they're mm-hmm. like, you know what? This is a contract year. I got to make sure that I just show everybody what I got, what I got left in the tank. I want a contract extension. And he yeah. was trying for that season two with that bell ring. I I agree with you, and and it's it's an effort that um, is not going unnoticed, and I just want to make sure that that's that's clear. Um, he wakes the the men up in the gentlemen's quarters again yeah. from the butthole, which yeah. we're still not entirely sure how those are connected, but whatever. Um, he ends his wake up call with a new catchphrase. <laughs> Does to. Toodle pips. Toodle pips. Which, man, did it make me happy, but then it made me sad that I haven't heard toodle pips the whole goddamn time. Where was toodle pips? I don't know. Was this is this is one of the great questions of all time on reality TV? What happened to episode two, and what happened to toodle pips? Yeah. What what went wrong? What happened? Was there some sort of copyright issue that just got resolved? A few. <laughs> Like this week on the show that they're fa- fa- finally able to say Toodle Pips. I don't know, but I need answers. Yeah, I we got a Toodle Pips at the very, very end. Like that is the last thing he said when the curtain closed. So I don't know. I, I would have really liked more Toodle Pips. But, you know, maybe next season when he inevitably hosts the next, um, what, what are we doing? Jolette Millionaire? Jolie Millionaire? I just don't see it happening. I'm going to be honest with you. Why do you have to do this? I don't know. I'm, I'm just, trying to enjoy myself. We're definitely going to have that. Yeah. Equality, Stephen. You know what month it is? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. 
I forgot what month I was in. Shit. All of us women are taking note of that. I just want you to know that everybody just took note of that. I'm so not an ally anymore, am I? Here we were thinking you're an ally. Disgusting. Oh, man. The men wake up. For unknown reasons, they go to the manor. You know why? Because it's the patriarchy. That's why. See, I'm back. I'm an ally again. There you go. Fuck the patriarchy. Fuck it. Fuck the system. Yeah. No gender norms. Yeah. Close the page. Get the pay gap. Woo. Woo. Close the page. Change the page. (laughs) Give them all money. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah. I have boobs. You do not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like that's a different chant for for fraternity. Sorry about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm back not being an ally now. God damn it. Can't figure this out. Continue. I'm sorry. Got to keep it clean. (laughs) Um, The guys go back to the manor again. Don't really understand why. Um, they, They take a walk through the manor. To see, I mean, well, I do understand why they had to. They had to get the promo in for Home Depot. Yeah, that was. We're pretty sure that was a Home Depot like uh, SponCon, right? There's no possible way that it was not. There were so many. That's true. And at least three fourths of them were like facing it, like almost fully to camera. After all we've said this year about the blacking out of logos. Yeah, and then they're just Home Depot buckets everywhere. There were also some Amazon boxes. It would be such such a miss if they were like, oh, we didn't black those out, did we? <laughs> Shit. What, what are we, what are we, what are we, we going to do? I'll just leave it in there. We had that. You said there was an Amazon box? There was a couple Amazon boxes. They weren't as aggressively shown. But I mean, if the if Home Depot didn't have to pay a cent for this, good on them. They just got so much free promo. Yeah, but it's not like the stuff that they were bringing in is stuff that I can get at Home Depot. Like, yeah, the ring was from that ring company, the Promise Ring. Uh huh. Oh my God! Don't even get me started on the Promise Rings right now. <laughs> Guys, you should have heard her in the moment. Are they proposing? There's no. He's giving her a ring. She's putting it on her finger. Oh, it's a promise ring. But she put it on her ring finger. I just want to state that for the record. Anyways, is that we'll not what there. you do? Where does it go? I don't know. Oh, okay. Sorry. Why are you giving people rings to promise them? It, aren't you? Isn't that what? You're in a relationship. Give her a necklace. If they're not truthful to their promises, do they have to give the promise ring back? That's all I want to know. Did he say avocado when he gave the promise ring? Because oh, if he didn't, yeah. then he wasn't being 100% honest. That's true, because we know that's the only way he knows. She knows. Is exactly. Wow. Exactly. Now it's just all... See, we just took that one small trip to the conspiracy corner, <laughs> and we come out, and it's just like coming over here with us. It's like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. The corner that we are with the corner, we are all one. It's lit up over there. I'm looking over there. The lights are on, and there's motion sensor lights, so I don't know what's happening over there. It's a little concerning. But yeah, it had to be a Home Depot thing. Good for that. Definitely a Home Depot situation. Home Depot dads. Stephen and Kurt, I guess they went to the manor to sit on the dock to talk about their feelings. That, I guess, I mean, to get the Home Depot shot and then to talk about their feelings. <laughs> so I've kind of basically broken down the the main gist of their dilemma here. Okay. 
So I would like to state both of their dilemmas to you, Stephen, and you tell me which one you would go with, strictly based off of the this versus that. Okay, I'm going without. So it's just that, nothing related to the person or who the person is. Just correct. Just strictly off of this. If two equal people, two yep. twins, if you will, yes, had the same issue. Okay, I got you. So for Steven. I like this game. He was saying it's someone that is super similar to him yeah. versus a mystery. Someone that keeps him on his toes. He doesn't know what she's going to say or do next. I'm going with somebody that's similar to me. I am too. I've, I don't know if I said this before in the podcast, but there's something about all these couples that I see, they're like very similar in like how you live your lifestyle. It's more so uh-huh. like, it's not necessarily about like you being the same person personality wise, but it's like more so in like, what do you like to do on a weekend? Are we going hiking every weekend? Am yeah. I going to get, am I out of nowhere on a moment's notice going to have to go on a ski trip with your friends I haven't met before? Mm-hmm. And you drop that on me last minute when I was planning on not doing anything. And now I got to go on a ski trip to meet all your friends who I've known you for six months. Yeah. I don't know you enough to like meet all your fucking friends and shit like that yet. Like I'm, I'm supposed to go on a ski trip and stay with like your best friend's boyfriend as well. And I'm supposed to be buddies. This is so specific. And I literally did this to my boyfriend. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, like I, I this is like completely made up. Like it's just like a weird do I want to be having that or do I want somebody who's like, hey, I'm cool with like my lifestyle, whatever yeah. that may be. Like if my lifestyle's chilling on the weekends, watching TV, cooking at home, maybe going out, having one meal, maybe going looking at a few stores mm-hmm. and not like somebody who's like, well, I don't want to do that. I want to go out. I want to do all these things. I still want to go club. I still want to do that. It's like, well, that's not what my style is anymore. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Then I'm going yeah. with somebody similar to me. But the interesting thing is, so the similar person is obviously Annie and the mystery is Kala. But the funny thing is, I truly think that like lifestyle wise, like you're saying, Kala is used to, as we've stated multiple times, her family, her, I think it was her grandfather had something to do with cattle. So like she understands that lifestyle. I would think that that's a similarity, whereas Annie is a city girl. Yeah. That seems more of like a mystery slash unknown. And didn't there have to be a conversation at some point where he said, would you be willing to move to the farm and leave New York? Like that has to be a conversation. So she. Yeah. And I don't know if she says like, listen, I'm not ready to leave the city yet. I just Mm -hmm. not something that's going to happen for me. Even if I find my person. I don't want that person to come here with me. I'm not ready to leave the city yet. Mm-hmm. And so that could have been a giant roadblock, which immediately changes everything, just like Kurt's thing. Like Kurt's yeah. thing was like, I have this giant roadblock in Carolyn and her son and her ex-husband that I can't get over. Like that's a non-starter for him. It's very yeah. clear that that was the roadblock mm-hmm. and he couldn't deal with it. I agree with you on the similar. Let's go. Let's move to Kurt. He okay. says specifically much later, but uh, I just kind of use this as his overall. He said his head versus his heart. He said finally specifically who was head versus heart. I will get there after you decide which one are you following your head or your heart. Wow. This is a much tougher one for me. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. 
heart every single time. Heart every single time. It can make all the sense on paper that you want it to. If your heart's not in it all the way, it's not going to work. But if your heart's fully in it and things on paper aren't adding up, you can get to compromises. You can work with your partner on those things on paper that might not be exactly what you want. Yeah. Those things, I think, can work themselves out. Like, you guys can work together as a partnership. Again, if you do have that love for each other, to work together to fix those things on paper that your head is confused about. But I don't think that you can fix how your heart feels about a, a person. It's hard for me because immediately I'm going in my head and thinking about who these people are. Well, yes, I know. And that's it's. Yeah, you got to take the people out of it. I think it's tough because I would say I would probably say follow your heart, even though I've done that before. And then it goes horribly wrong. And your head was like fucking told you again, you stupid son of a bitch. Um, so I think if you go with your head in this, it doesn't mean that he doesn't love her. Absolutely. No. Right. Yeah. It's just that the head is saying, Hey heart, we know what the issue is going to be, what Mm -hmm. it could be. Like, Mm -hmm. let me drive because I know people who have met who were deeply in love and lusted over each other and stuff like that. And that goes away. And yeah. people who were like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And then it builds over time and that ends up being a more sustainable relationship to them because it wasn't based if just like my crotch wanting to move to your crotch really fast, which I feel like there is a big lust component in that too for 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 them, right? Yeah. They're very much like physically drawn to each other. I'm doubling down on my point just because, again, I'm just thinking of my 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 life personally. When I went head, I always thought, what if? When Mm. I went heart and I got crushed, I didn't have that what if. There you go. That's a good way of saying it. I think that that going head leaves you with questions that going heart would not. Just get head from your head, girl, and then go with your heart. (laughs) For those of you that may not have heard, head was Amanda and heart was Carolyn. Yeah, that's what Kurt said specifically, and and you've heard him throughout this entire season saying that he was going between his head and his heart, and he never really well they edited it so that we didn't know who yeah. he was referring to at each point. I always thought that that was the situation. I mean, it's a really tough decision. It really is difficult. As much as we've shit on him for stuff and him being dead mouse and all that type of stuff. Yeah, I'm telling you, I I don't know how anybody deals with this. I don't either. If for those of you not watching, again, if you didn't watch by now, whatever. I don't know how you're still listening. It's on Hulu and Tubi. That you love us that much, so we appreciate that. You could see throughout the entire episode. The season. Yeah. Just how torn he was. I think mm-hmm. he was like, we'll see what happens. I go on this show. Maybe I don't even find somebody. Yeah. And then he's just like, oh, I, every week is a battle for him just to get through. Every mm-hmm. Every day. Just being like, my head's a mess. I hope when he made this decision, he finally was able to like breathe. come up for air and breathe and realize, yeah. okay, I've I've done it. I've made a decision. I I have to be okay with that decision now, and I have to move on with my life. And hopefully, he was able to like breathe for a second because mm-hmm. these guys have provided us entertainment. I know we've shit on both of them. I do appreciate their service in that way. I also do think they are actually good guys. I do. Yeah, I do think both of them are actually. 
very decent human beings that did not want to hurt any of these girls. I truly do believe that. I don't think they wanted to, but they did. Well, they did, and because men are stupid. But yes, we you are. know, go women. Ally. <laughs> I feel really bad for him at the time watching it, mm-hmm. especially watching him have to break up with with Carolyn, which we're about to get to right yeah. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it was a tough watch, and again, I just hope all these guys were able to go. Okay, I'm done. I've made my decision. I can move on now. Whether it works out well or it doesn't, we'll see. But you know, yeah, who knows? No, I, I agree with you. Yeah, it must a position. Basically, what I'm saying is, I would not have wanted to be him in that situation. Even if you have two good options, you're still, yeah, you're still screwing yourself somehow. Uh huh. By yeah. not picking one. It's tough. tough. And I mean, how many times have we seen um, leads on shows pick somebody and then two, three, four, five, six months later, a switcheroo happens? Could happen. You never know. I mean, it could go. It could happen for either of them at this mm-hmm. point for all we know. And I mean, you could, you could pull a Peter and date like six of them or a Katie Thurston. Still the weirdest one, right? Easily the weirdest one. Easily the weirdest one. How how fast that all happened. I don't trust a thing on that situation. No. This is just such a breath of fresh air. And this is like, I'm one of the reasons I'm so excited to talk to casting, guys. Yes. I'm really excited for that episode because this is just such a different breed of reality TV. And not even reality TV, but reality dating. Yeah. Like, I, it's just like none of... None of this shit would happen in it Joe Millionaire. It needed Island. to happen. It needed to happen. It's needed to happen for years. Yep, we've needed and, this. I agree. And I think Fox is sitting on a golden opportunity mm-hmm. to get a new season out by the end of the year and yep. really take them on. Yep. They went head to head. If Fox makes the determination, we're going to film another one over the summer mm-hmm. and we're going to put this on and we're not going to run it against Bachelor. It's going to run in the fall. Yeah. It might go up against Bachelorette or whatever. But not directly the whole time. And they go, we're going to take this over. We're going to get people who like watching that content to watch ours at the same time. Because I think watching two hours of that show and an hour of this show, it's a big commitment. It is. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of reality love shows. But like, it's been insane to me to be on Twitter because like we followed Bachelor for so long that like we're following all of the Bachelor accounts. We're the, we're seeing all of that, right? Yeah. Even though we're not watching, we're seeing it. I saw so much more positive, happy, excited tweets about Joe Millionaire that I have seen for The Bachelor in years. Years. It's a different type of audience. It's a different this this uh, dare I say community of Ooh. people who are, I know of people who are watching the show, people who are on the show. Now, don't get us wrong. We know there have been some hateful tweets sent to people being like, ah, oh, blah, blah, blah. But that's what Twitter is, okay? Absolutely. But if you know Bachelor Twitter, you know it's ninety five percent nasty to ninety seven percent. Nasty, horrible shitting on people. Yep. Ca- calling the lead out, calling the girls out, calling everybody mm-hmm. out, calling each other out within the community. It's a bad community. It's Absolutely. a bad community. It needs to be taken down to the ground. The show needs to be completely reformatted in a different way. Yep. And you know what? As a good interviewer does, I was listening to these the the people we're gonna have from casting, and they were talking about the show. And we're gonna ask, I want to ask them about this directly. They've said the only way that that show makes a change is when the numbers change. 
and the yep. numbers haven't changed. They've changed a little bit, but not enough for them to go, all right, we got to do something drastic. Mm-hmm. And it's upon, if you watch that show, it's upon you, if you hate that show, to stop watching that show. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. I've hate watched The Bachelor for so long, but you guys, like, the feeling that I would get after Ugh. watching The Bachelor and, like, walking away just, like, livid, that never happened with, with Joe Millionaire. There's times that Steven and Kurt drove me up a wall with some of the stupid <laughs> shit that they said, but it came nowhere close Yeah. to, to like, just the toxicity of Bachelor Nation in general. No. It's 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 not it's not fun and it's not it's not good TV. It's just not. It's so formulaic. We know we know what's going to happen every single year. Yeah. We're done with it. It's so again what we're saying. We're saying kindly stop watching the show. I know you like it, but you don't like it. And tweet at Fox. I just like if this show doesn't come back, I'm going to be really, really, really sad. I don't think I can go back and watch Bachelor anymore. I don't. I will not go back and watch Bachelor. I will not. I refuse. I'll watch this show on fucking repeat. That's a good idea. Or we'll just have our own Joe Millionaire on the podcast. Maybe. Maybe. We'll talk to Cornwall Casting, see how much they cost. Because they did a great job at casting this. And I think that they are the key to. They are, they are half of the key and Sally Ann is the other half. Anyways, back back to it. We're at the finale. Um, and Martin, the guys come up. They're dressed up in tuxes, and I I just want to play this clip of what Martin said okay. to the guys because it was just it was just it warmed my heart. Again, none of this shit would happen on anywhere else. No. Roll that fucking quote. Jeff, Martin, I have to confess I'm grown rather fond of you both, and spending time with you guys as a father. I'd be proud to hand my daughters to either one of you gentlemen. Thank you, Martin. Thank you, Martin. That's huge. Yes, it means a lot. He's just like, God, and like how genuinely, I think it was Kurt that said that means a lot. Like that really does mean a lot. It does, yeah. It means a fucking lot. Has Martin been like playing his role of being Martin and being in the butthole and all that type of stuff? Yes, but... Range. This man has range. <laughs> as much as I loved our our uh, the was the Dark Lord Chris Harrison. Yes, Dark Lord. We never got those moments from him. We didn't. We rarely did, and I can guarantee. Like I said, I haven't watched the new season, yeah. but there's no way Jesse Palmer's <laughs> doing this shit. <laughs> no way. It's just it's it's so it's so different. It's it's wonderful to to like watch and be a part of. And I I remember watching with Mixing and be like, God damn it, I love this guy. Mm-hmm. He just truly, every second he came on the screen, it just was a breath of fresh air. Yeah. And just fucking sunshine and rainbows. And, like, even if he wasn't being, like, super positive, like, he just keeps it real. Yeah. He's just, like, everyone's dad. He just is, is like, the perfect host. Truly the perfect host. And he has an accent. Like, y- you can't beat it. Well, you can't beat it. It's where his apprentice is next season. Well, yes. And we're just there. We're just hanging out behind him like fucking mercenaries in the background. So the guys go into the manor. They walk through the manor and they pop out the back. Now, this is, again, another amazing part of this show. Instead of one of them doing a, a breakup and then the, the, the girl that they pick comes down. No. <laughs> one of them goes all the way down to, like, the grass. Kurt's all the way at the bottom level of, like, the outside patio area. Yeah. And Steven's up at the top. They made two separate 
like landing spots for these girls. Genius. And no more than what a hundred feet between the no. the the areas, right? No. So, and so like and we got an aerial shot I think two or three times and when we did get that it seemed like they were doing it one at a time but because of the way and again this was a choice and I loved the way that they did this the editing of this final sequence was genius first of all the girls all come out in all white dresses again loved that choice unbelievable just a beautiful, like, wa- when they were walking out with, like, the white flowers, and they had a flower in their hand. Now, Stephen, I looked up the flower. Okay. Do you know what that flower was? I thought it was, like, an orchid of some sort. This is going to be very interesting to you. It oh. is a calla lily. Whoa. C-A-L-L-A lily. How interesting is that? They gave them a flower. Named after one of the girls that actually ended up winning. What a tid. What a tid. Right? If I was Kala and I was handed that lily, I'm like, game fucking over. I know. This is named after me, bitch. Yeah. Why would they give me a, a flower named after myself right now? Because I fucking won? Yeah. Are there any, are there any roses? No. <laughs> Where's your Amanda flower? I don't see that. Yeah. Wow. A Kala lily. A calla lily. Okay. Insane, right? Yeah. Yeah, they all come out holding all of them. They're all in the white dresses. They all look absolutely gorgeous, stunning, beautiful. And it's not the same dress. There are variations on a white dress, but nothing Mm -hmm. like too over the top. Nothing super bridal. Yeah. But it was like very beautiful and elegant. I just, I loved it. So what they did was, you know, again, based off that other show, we would always know immediately who was getting cut because they would come out of the limo first. Yeah. Not Joe Millionaire. No. Joe Millionaire showed us Annie get out of the limo. Then they showed Carolyn. I might be wrong on the, the timeline on this. But they showed each of them coming out. They showed each of them walking through the house. And they're splicing it all together. So yeah. we don't know at any point up until right before the guys break up with the first two girls who actually got there first. It was a really good editing choice. I liked I liked the play of you not being able to kind of know what was going on. And we were so ingrained to be like the first person we see someone to get broken up with. Mm-hmm. And then there was like, oh, there was the other person that they could break up with at the same time. Okay. Are they are they going are they both walking up together? Like what I and they kept me guessing. They kept me guessing, which I liked. They kept me mm-hmm. on my toes. They throw mm-hmm. me to a commercial break. They come back. They do more of it. They throw me to another commercial break. Yep. Yep. We got Ooh. to see all of them talk about like all of their things. And you're like, wait, is this a breakup? Wait, are they yeah. saying yes or no? Like, what is actually happening? What the fuck? And like, I loved it. I loved it. We were on the edge of our seats up until the last five minutes. Yeah. And that's how you do a finale, people. That's how you do it. It was it was crazy. I if if I'm able to to do this, I'm going to right now. I like. <laughs> No, we'll we'll wait till we specifically talk about it. But I want you, I want you guys to hear. You guys have been listening all season. I want you to hear my visceral in the moment reaction. You can go Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, watch the reaction video that I've stitched together with the top, with the video playing from the show at the same time. Yeah, 
and watch the the longer the the director's cut, if you will. Um, <laughs> but let's let's talk about let's talk about the first breakup that we saw. Our first unfortunate breakup is Carolyn. Oh. Um, what really killed me here is right before he broke up with her, she said that she was excited for him to meet her son. Yeah. And that's something that throughout the whole season, she's been talking about how like that's incredibly like difficult for her and she never really pictures any guys that she's seeing with with her like being around her son and it's like a big milestone for her to do that and the fact that she said that she was ready for him to meet her son and then for him to be like nope <laughs> especially after that line of promising that he wouldn't take it away from her it was really rough to see it was very rough to see and then on top of it I was a little disappointed with the edit on this one you know he did his spiel and all of a sudden we cut to her looking off camera and being like can I go I actually feel I think she pulled like a Jim Halpert and stared straight down the camera barrel. <laughs> she looked right at the cameraman like, hey, there's no way that that she didn't say something. She had to say something. I really wish that we would have been able to hear that. And I hope that if and when we do talk to her, we can get a little bit more clarity on what actually happened in that breakup, because um, I, I just I feel like we as the viewer didn't get closure on that situation. I feel like maybe it would have been something. I don't think it would have been like a ten minute back and forth. I think she would have probably no. said some a few choice words, maybe perhaps. I don't even and think then... that she would have had choice words. I I just feel like she's a very well spoken person. There is zero percent chance that she just was like, "Can I go?" and that's all she said. There's no way. I think she'd been like, "Really? This is this is this is how it ends." Like mm-hmm. after yeah. Whatever. Can I go? Can I go? I don't want to be here anymore. Let me just go. She get the she got in the car and she was like, "Yeah, I'm the one who got away." Uh huh. Yeah. Well, she did the flower toss. Oh, the flower toss! I forgot. She threw that Cali lily like it was nothing. She threw it on the fucking like. She's like Martin will pick this up. And she didn't shed a tear. No. She was she was strong as can be, and she she said in the car she said um. If he was feeling that insecure, he did the right thing. If he was feeling that insecure about our relationship, he did the right thing. So the head won. Yeah. 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 It tends to. Head head <laughs> is always the go-to. Head head always has that head head thing figured out. Uh-huh, yeah. It it does tend to make things happen a little quicker. Anyways, um <laughs> so that was Carolyn. We move on to Annie. I'll let you take the floor on what this one. What a glorious I- moment of television. <laughs> I know you were happy, but I my heart broke for her. She was she was again put her on the list of girls blindsided by Steven. I'm not saying I did not feel for her. I'm not saying that. It was bittersweet. Should we just play, we'll just play it here. We'll play the audio here. Go ahead. Here it goes. This music is interesting. This music is interesting. No way. What the fuck? What? What is happening? Are you... What? What? Mixie, what's happening? What's happening? That dress, look at the dress. How do you say no to anything in the dress? I would say yes to a raccoon in the dress. Are you kidding me? So you heard me screaming, like, at the beginning, like, I don't... What's going on with this music? Like, the music... Guys, I was... I was 200... 
100% sold on the fact that it, he was picking Annie, as mm-hmm. I think everyone is. I was too until I was spoiled. I will say that. If you saw Kahala coming, I need you to like pick some lottery numbers out for me. I just need you to do me a solid <laughs> and get some lottery, get some scratch-offs. Honestly, you should be hosting the, the podcast. I shouldn't be on the podcast. <laughs> we should just turn it over to you guys. Yeah. The wherewithal of this woman, the strength of this woman to not immediately start crying, to not have that urge to go, are you kidding me? What happened? You know what she said? She was, I, I, I don't want to, this is not a direct quote because I didn't write it down, but she said, I just, I, or she said something along the lines of like, I hope you found what you were looking for. <laughs> How fucking mature and angelic. Such a class moment. And then she walked away in that fucking stunning dress. I can't talk, I can't talk about it. I'm sorry, I can't even say she walked away. She like glided away. She's st- that pat. She's got that patch and walk still down. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a fucking power walk. Just it was. Uh, dare I say it was a Beyonce walk? Just fucking strutting it. Just being like, "Yep, I'm gonna be good. <laughs> no need to worry about me. I'm good over here." And that gorgeous, gorgeous dress that we have to ask about. Oh yeah. She had a moment in the car, you know, where she yeah, was... Yeah, she finally broke down, yeah. And and I, like, who knows how long that was in the car. That mm-hmm. might have been a long ride to the hotel, and they got her right at the, the last moment of it. But th- it's a totally acceptable feeling to have. Absolutely. And not, and the moment, like, shoving over things like I probably would have been. Like, what, do you, what the fuck are you talking about? I would not have handled it even remotely remotely as classily as we would have been pretty bad at those situations oh yeah 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 Yeah. it would not have ended well i might have started a fire of some sort of i was crying at one point i was like we said i was watching it with steven annie said um they never meet me it's always they always they never like meet me there and steven screams he's like i'll meet you on fucking mars if that's where you are (laughs) i did say that because it's true (laughs) I'll meet you anywhere you would like. Mars, I'll be there. Oh, shit. Mama Jill, good job raising raising that raising that woman to be strong and powerful like that. What a move, Mama Jill. Incredible. You should be very proud. Yeah. And Pop, Papa Jill. <laughs> I- incredible. Mama and Papa Jill. Yeah, it was, I mean, for her going through that tough moment, obviously, but what a victory for the PHs. What a victory for the PH. <laughs> What an absolute victory. You guys, like, Cut's back on. I stopped thinking about Cut a few weeks ago because I was very nervous. You got to put a reservation in there. They 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 book up quick. I got to get a resi before all these other PHs try to jump in on it. We love you, Annie. We love you, Carolyn. You guys both handled it really, really, really well considering the hand that you were dealt in that situation. Air horn for you. <laughs> We move on. Kurt picks Amanda. Amanda did this speech about avocados that are hard on the outside and it ripens over time. And now they were soft and mushy and they're going to make guacamole. It was a solid attempt. I see where she was going with it. I appreciated the attempt. I feel like we could have done a better job with like the panda situation maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like, like 
I'm a panda, you're a panda, we will eat bamboo together and See? Much better. and save humanity because we're almost extinct. You know, yeah. things like that. Except mainly China owns us, but let's not get into that. Oh, ugh, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. rough, rough yeah. area. Maybe ugh. just don't do the metaphors in general. <laughs> stay, stay away from metaphors. So, okay, in the preview for this episode, we saw the guys picking out rings. They did not show any of that in the actual episode, but it was in the preview. So I thought it was a, another magic trick that they were just trying to get people to be like, are they going to propose? You know, like, what? There's rings? Oh, my God. Now there's not rings. Okay, whatever. Kurt pulls out a fucking box. And he's like, I have this ring for you. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm sure you could you could hear. Maybe you can in, in Steven's video because I'm screaming at Steven. He's pulled out a fucking ring and Steven's like, no, he did it. I'm like, yeah, he fucking did. And it was apparently a promise ring. Uh, yeah. They looked, they were engagement rings. That's what they were. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's an engagement ring. That's what they were. I, I don't know how you can just say that they're a promise ring when it was an engagement ring. That would be like me eating a hamburger and being like, I just had a salad because they're both food. They're both food. There's lettuce in both of them. But one's a burger and one's a salad. Yeah, but they're, yeah, but they're, these are different, but they're the same thing, bro. But you didn't have that. Kala's face, the way Steven brought it up versus the way Kurt brought it up. Kurt immediately said it was a promise ring before he opened it. Yeah. But Steven said something like, I got you this ring. And Kala was like, what? You what? <laughs> and he's like, it's it's a promise for us to be together for the future. And she's like, oh, okay, all right, yeah, okay. Oh. Okay, I'll take the ring then. I'm excited to ask her if she thought he was proposing for a split second. If she says otherwise, I don't believe We gotta her. write that down. Write that down. <laughs> write that down. Both girls are like, yay, we got picked, hooray. And then Martin, huge smile on his face, literally the happiest I've seen him, again with the aggressive bell ring. Stands right behind Kurt and Amanda and rings his bell. I do want to note that he was nowhere near Kala and Steven. And if he was, it got completely cut out. Yeah. But for Kurt, Martin was like, it's time for you to find out if he is oh, yeah. a, a Joe worth a million, a, a Joe millionaire or an average Joe. And again, like I said from a while ago, Amanda knows. Everybody she's knows. Known. She's she's known. I like how they had to like Martin's like you can step away for a moment if you. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. Yes. Like, Martin, Martin, don't. Why would you do this to Kurt? Yeah. Yeah. And He's hurting already. Come on, man. He's had a rough day. I mean, like they they kept Amanda and Kurt kept looking at each other while she was like off on the side, and she's probably like, "Can I come back now? Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck." Yeah. I have a trust fund. I don't yeah, care. I'm, Even we're good. We're good here. Everybody's fine. Yeah. I I will say and like okay, so Kerp dropped dropped the quote unquote bombshell. She didn't care, like we all knew she wouldn't. We go to Steven. I want to we're gonna just play the clip of how Steven tells Kala he is a millionaire. I was taught that if you work hard and take care of your loved ones you will be a wealthy man. So in that way, I'm very wealthy. And in terms of actual money, I have 
have a lot of it. What a delivery. That. He wrote that, right? That was uh, he off had the to cut. have. Yeah, okay. He had to have. What a delivery. Just incredible. I mean, I really hope he spent all, what, two months that they were filming waiting to pull that card out. And Cal's face was like, oh, great. Yeah, Cal was like, awesome. I knew that. You have you have a walk-in fridge full of produce. I went to your house. I'm not dumb. <laughs> you realize I was there, right? I told and- you, like, week one my family worked in the same thing. I know how much money you're making on this farm. The best part of this entire thing, from episode one, Stephen, what did I tell you that Stephen with a V could not wait to talk about, but couldn't because he was a millionaire? He was waiting to drop the line. Hey, I got a helicopter. Immediately, the first thing they did in their side interview was him saying, I got a helicopter and Cal's like you own one and he's like yeah and she's like you you drive it by yourself and he's like yeah I'm a pilot and she's like oh my god like that is all he's and wanted they banged right there <laughs> the past two weeks and I get an immediate helicopter quote I mean I feel like that was a, that was a gift for us 1000% for us god it, it made me so happy so incredibly happy and you know what it caught me by surprise because usually, obviously, I'm looking forward to this. My brain was in total free form for this last seven minutes of the show. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on at that point. Yeah. And then, like, he says that, and I look at Mixie, and Mixie's like, he's talking about the helicopter immediately. <laughs> you guys, I was freaking out. Steven freaked out about the Annie situation. I lost my shit. When he started talking about the helicopter. And of course, and that was like the last thing that they did. Amanda and Kurt came upstairs. They all had a four-way hug. Maybe they had an orgy. It got cut. We don't know. Probably. Episode two. That's where you can find that on OnlyFans. OnlyFans Joe Millionaire. And that was it. That was the end of Joe Millionaire for richer or for poorer. Now that we're at the end here, I would like you to just quickly look back over the season and... Give this show a grade. Like, where are you grading this show? Just like, just a normal like school grade. Okay. Um, I it it wasn't perfect, but that's just strictly because this was like bringing back a a a first season of a show isn't gonna be its best, right? It's just not. Was it fucking incredible? Absolutely. So I will give it an A minus. An A minus. Okay. Are there what are there anything specifically in your head that you're sticking out that you're like, those are the points that I'm docking right now? Or was there nothing it was just like the little bits and little bits and bubbles? Really the only docs I would give it is, you know, I just feel like there were a lot of conversations that were had that would really help us as viewers maybe better understand the guy's point of view, the girl's point of view, how we got to where we got. Yeah. I feel like there is some things that were left on the cutting room floor that would really have tied a nicer bow on this season. The bow is pretty. The bow is nice, but it's not <laughs> Tiffany's, right? Like, it's just not a perfect bow. And, um, you know, I'm not expecting a perfect bow. At a at a reboot first season, you know, yeah. But they have the bones of a fucking incredible franchise that they can just run with, and it's so unique and different to everybody else. 
that's trying to do this game. I hope they keep the two Joe format. I hope they don't go, well, we can't find two guys again. We're going to do it with one. No, stop right there. Stop right there. Don't do that. Bad, bad, bad. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. Stick with this idea. It was so great. And like, even like, okay, they, the guys had a great bromance and I think that that really helped. Yeah. But like, even if the guys didn't get along, that would be a great show. You know, like there's so many possibilities with this, like I said, bones of this show for it to go so many different ways. I just feel like there is endless possibilities with this situation and I don't want to give it like an A or an A plus because I do feel like there's there's room to grow here. Yeah. But but very limited room to grow. I was going to say an A. I think you're right on the A minus. I'm like I wish I could go between the two. I yeah. won't. Uh I don't I want to be like an A minus minus or an A minus plus or something like that. You know like medium rare rare or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um but you're right. The the points that you mentioned are are good points to grow on. Still, from my angle, what I thought I was going to get from this show and what it delivered, yeah, that's I have to factor that into my equation. That's as well. huge. I agree with that. That is huge. I was expecting a C. I was expecting maybe a C minus. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really expecting a lot. I just thought this would be complete and utter train wreck from top to bottom from the beginning to the last scene of the show yeah and we were going to be like what are we watching and i do want to state that like obviously you guys know that we're in contact with fox and uh 495 productions and stuff because that's how we're getting these interviews and stuff but even before we had that connection before any of this we have not changed our tune on how we have enjoyed this show yeah because if they cut us off we still do the show Absolutely, and they know that, and and because we can't stop, <laughs> because we're addicted. Um, but like, I, I don't want people to be like, "Oh my god, you guys are like connected with them, and that's why you're that you're you're giving them such a good you know rating." I'm sure people think that, and you know what? But that's just not the case. We are honest people. I am not afraid of Fox to be like you said bad things about us. I'm not scared of We're them. We're canceling can... your interviews. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll still do that's the inter- fine. We'll still that's do our fine. podcast. I, I'm not. We're Stephen and I, I. I mean, I don't want to speak for Stephen, but. We're not going to sit here and just fluff pieces of, of shit to, to to get in with the networks. That's not how, how we are rolling. That's not how we're ever going to roll. So we keep it real. We keep it 100. And I'm giving it an A-. minus. Yeah. I'm going to go A just okay. because of, again, where I thought we were going to be at this point in time of the show and mm-hmm. where we actually ended up. Um, what I enjoyed about the show, what I didn't enjoy about the show the moments from the show that will stick out with me in terms of like when I think of reality TV or TV in general, there's a lot of moments from the show that mm-hmm. are going to stick in my head. When I watch other reality shows and be like, remember that time with Joe millionaire when they captioned the cows. And it's just like one of those type of things you go back to. Right. I know it's just yeah. a bad thing, but also like the journey and then the way the last episode played out too. I think obviously mm-hmm. if Andy ended up with him, it would have been an F an F minus 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 minus. <laughs> because I would have been so heartbroken that I would want to cry. No, I'm kidding. No, you still would have given it an A. I still would have given it an A. You're right. I just really enjoyed it, and I didn't think I was going to enjoy it. Because there's I so many either. shows that I've watched that I start watching, and I was like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. And then there's shows that are surprising me. 
that I, I really like. And this was one of those shows. Mm-hmm. I've never been so passionate about wanting a show to, to come back. Like, I really think this is good for society. <laughs> I I do, too. I do, too. And I just, yeah, that's it. I mean, that's what it. else we got to say other than, guys, the, the slate of things that are coming your way are going to be pretty unbelievable. I know some of you are thinking, what are we doing next? We don't have an official plan on that yet, so don't. We're we're working on some things, but we have some episodes here that we're banking in terms of interviews for you coming up. So absolutely. So um, I I do want to shout out all of the hotties that we got this week. We still got a bunch of hotties, um, and you know, still join the hotties. We we are we're like we said we're gonna post about um you know all of our interviews and whatnot as they come out in the hotties on Twitter on Instagram. Follow us on all of those. Um. You know, Stephen and I aren't going anywhere. Joe Millionaire might be exiting, but we are currently on the hunt for a new show. Um, we, we we think we might have one. Yeah, we have a we we feel confident about something. Yeah. Um, but you know, we're not sure yet. We're we haven't one hundred percent pulled the trigger yet, and yeah. we'll announce it when we feel we're ready. Yeah. But you know, if you if you are seeing a reality show that's coming up that you're like, hey, I think that this might be good for you, we're we're open. Um, I I did I did put the Knicks on the courtship. Yeah, Mixie was like, no, we're not doing courtship. It just it was it's so Bridgerton to me. I just yeah, don't I like. I wouldn't want to watch that. It's just not the vibe. We have other things on the table that we're considering, but if you have any thoughts, feel free to tweet at us, DM us. Um, we're taking we're taking thoughts on it. We're taking I'm submissions. Su- suggestions. That's the word I was looking for, suggestions. And before you all blow up and go, you do All-Stars 3 the challenge, do All-Stars 3 the challenge, it, it, it doesn't premiere to the end of May or something like that, guys. So, like... We have time. We, we got time, Okay. And if it's anything like All Stars Two, I'm not gonna like it that much. So, again, that's on the table. We will get into the hotties, and as I always do, you know I have to do it. I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't mean to. I can't read that goods. I'm doing my bestest. Math, <laughs> math. Anyways, let's get into it. We have Tracy Smith. Welcome, Tracy Smith. Hi, Tracy. How are you? Welcome to the hotties. Thanks for coming in. An incorrect spelling of Steven, but that's okay. From Salem, Utah, we have Savannah Nielsen. Savannah. Savannah, why? Savannah, why, Savannah? Well, if it makes you feel any better, our next hottie spelled it correctly. Yes. And it's a three-namer. You're getting your, it's a sweet, sweet win for you because I'm not feeling good about this. We have Lona Pinter Stalkap. I'm sorry, I'm going to redo that last one. Lona Pinter Stalkap. Okay. I will also say for the first time while she's reading these, I'm not looking at the names on the list. Okay. And it's I just want to L- like kind of see in my head how it spells out in my head. I have no idea how this spells out. I don't even know what it's supposed to look like based off of Okay, I'll, I'll, spe- I'll spell it. L-O-N-N-A. Okay. P-I-N-T-E-R. I feel good about the pinter. S-T-A-L-C-U-P. 
towel cup. That's what I said. Okay. I feel good. Okay, great. Oh my God, we got another three namer in this one. I don't feel good about. Oh, she put a question mark after Mixie. You got it right. Yes. Don't question yourself. Everything's good. Um, we have Johanna Greener Ho Howarth. Ho Howarth. Howarth. H O W A R T H. Yeah. Howarth. Haworth? I don't know. Ho's more fun. welcome to the hotties. Ho's more fun, and thank you for the engagement. <laughs> we have an incorrect spelling of Stephen and a correct spelling of me. Tia Moon Pie. No way. Tia Moon Pie. Love it. I love it so much. But is she the one who spelled my name wrong? Yep, with a V. Never mind. I don't like her anymore. <laughs> But welcome anyway. And last but not least, I- I'm not going to lie to this person. I almost didn't accept you. Oh. And I'll tell you why. She said the host of the re- right reality was Steven with a V. Oh, yeah. Deny immediately. Hold on. And Marie. Oh. 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 I'm going to just benefit of the doubt. Ooh. You fell asleep for a second on your keyboard after you hit the M, and that's okay. That's okay. Is it though? No. Is it? But I, I'm no. But it's fine. It's fine. Everything's Who fine. Who did this? Who did this to you? Michelle McGee. Michelle. Who who lives in L.A. So you know. Michelle. Steven, you might need to go do a knock knock, and teach her how to spell my name and yours. Michelle. But it doesn't matter because engagement is engagement, and we love you. Thank you for that. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you for coming to the hotties. We appreciate you. We're going to finish on two reviews real quick, guys. The Woo. first one is from Tracy Y. Evidence. Tracy, or just Tracy Evidence. The Y is capitalized at the end of oh. Tracy. Tracy Tracy. Tracy Evidence. <laughs> it says, hey, hotties, five stars. I only wish I found you sooner. Me too. Us too. That's the end of the review. We like it. Right <laughs> to the point. It like had a meaning. It had a message. We did too. We wish we found you sooner. I, I wish we did too. Next time. You're here now. Yeah. You're here now. Check out the la- the old ones. They're really good. We did a bunch of exit interviews that still hold up. Go back and listen. Watch They're the episode great. again and then watch us. Like, Yeah. Or don't. We go through it really in detail. Honestly, some might say a little too detailed. Yeah, some might say that. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Uh, two great names, by the way, on this, on this week of reviews. This is I Live to Snowboard with the number two. Mm, that's great. Don't forget to wear your helmet. Safety first. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this says, number one with an air horn emoji, so you get an air horn. <laughs> absolutely. Definitely number one in my book. Can't wait to see what show you take on next. Ooh. Fingers crossed we get to talk about Daddy Martin for an- another season. Daddy Martin. I, I... My fingers and toes are crossed as well. Yes, yes. Uh, some of you are saying right now the episode is over and you did not get a workout booster. That is absolutely correct. Uh, there was no workout booster this week. We're tired. You didn't, you, we're, well, first of all, we are tired. Second of all, you didn't need one. This episode had so much stuff. Our mood. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, this whole fucking episode was a workout booster. So I agree. If you were looking for one, you had it from day one. Oh, I feel like that's very serendipity. <laughs> 
That is. It's full circle. What a what a good little bow that you tied on our podcast. That's an A plus for us. Thank you. A plus for <laughs> us. A for the show. A minus from Nixie. I, that sounds about right. Uh, whenever you're listening to this, uh, episodes will be up starting, we believe, next week with the interviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, stay tuned there. We'll put them on the hotties. Follow us everywhere. Yep. And uh, it's been, if you, for some reason, you're not going to listen to any of those. You're wrong. Hey, it was it was nice seeing you. Thanks for coming around for the podcast. You're wrong, as she said, but we'll see. That's okay. Soon. We appreciate you. Thank you guys so much. This has been truly just a fucking blast from start to finish, and we aren't even finished. So thank you, thank you, thank you, and uh, keep a lookout because we're coming with a ton more content soon. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Daddy Martin. <laughs>